All right, and we're back, and welcome to the Internet Spot of Mystery. We hope you have enjoyed our previous episodes. We are preparing now for another adventure here. Uh, if you want to contact us, our email is internetspotofmystery at gmail. Twitter, same thing, internetspotofmystery, Twitter. And we are about to embark here on another journey. I am here, the host, along with my co-host of Equal and Opposite Power. I'm Zach, a.k.a. Parrot Extraordinaire. That's that's good. Okay. Uh, and I'm Lucas, a.k.a. Da Wizard. Hey, thank you, Da Wizard. I'm glad for that intro. Now, we have some had some fan emails here, and we're glad to have you all listening to us, that, aren't we? That is true. Yes. Now, as we prepare here for our next episode, I know the it's a challenge, you know, trying to escape the internet spot of mystery. Um, our last episode was tough. We made it. But man, I've never considered rodent voting or anything like that before. Wow, uh, you got to think about the rodent voting, the eggs, and how, how they feel about cats. Exactly, right. All those things. So if you are ready, I will hit the button. Are you ready? Wait, you can't. We have to guess first. How else would we escape the internet spot oh, that's of right, mystery? Man. Arbitrary. And I'm glad you reminded me of that because man, you. I do want to escape. So, uh, I will guess first. I was thinking deeply on this, and I believe that. The internet will lead us to one of the greatest video games of all time, Decathlon. Street Fighter 2? What? Oh. No. De- Street Fighter 2! Decathlon. Decathlon 4. You mean like the, the Mac one? It was actually originally a Microsoft program for DOS, IBM. but The Mac one? But it got adapted for Mac, 2GS, and Laser Decathlon. You're talking about like an Apple 2G. Yeah, but we ran it on a laser. Yeah, the one with the pole vault that you have to have, like, three people. You know, uh, I've read, actually, that no one has successfully done the pole vault in that game ever. I think I also dropped the shot put on my foot a lot. And it hurt. You needed aspirin. (laughs) Yeah, you always needed aspirin. But at least you didn't shoot it backward. Most of the time, (laughs) backward. Yeah, it's like you dislocated his shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, decathlon. Mm. My guess is because, you know, just because... I think we're going to talk about Dolly Parton. Ooh. I think she's got a pretty epic wiki out there. And uh, it is one of the options. So come on, Dolly. I want to talk about 9 to 5. I want to talk about Dollywood. I want to talk about Euro Dollywood. You know... What's her relationship with Dabney Coleman still? I've heard that Dollywood has one of the best um, hologram shows in the world. Like, there's a a hologram show where different different periods of Dolly Parton holograms come out and sing. Oh, that's it's really highly rated. People are like, if you want to see a hologram show, the Dolly Parton hologram show at Dollywood is amazing. Okay. I would love to see it. So, if you're ready to push the button and we're ready to escape this by talking about Dolly Parton, here we go. Or decathlon. Okay. Boom. Oh. And look at here. What have we got? We have. The NMS Troctosul. Ooh. Amazing. The what? Troctosul. I don't understand. What is that? The NMS Troctosul is a small torpedo boat of the Romanian Navy. I didn't even know it had. Hold up. Romania has a it Navy? It does have a, a Navy. It has a Navy composed of four ships. Total of four, it says. And this one was the most successful in her class. It's, it's a female because it's a boat. Um... 
Yeah, but back up here. Mm-hmm. What what ocean is Romania even bordering? I'm trying to think about my geography here, and I'm not coming up with which one Romania borders. It sort of tertiarily borders the Black Sea. And the okay. truck. Okay, so yeah, that's right. Apologies to the listeners here. We are not Romanian. No. I just had to be schooled about that there Romania even had a coastline. And if you, we don't speak Romanian, and we just learned this information. So, yeah. as usual, take what we say with a huge grain of salt. And if you got in the Black Sea between 1894 and 1949, you would have been schooled by the Troctosul. The HMS Troctosul. HMS Troctosul, okay. yes. Because after it was founded in 1894, it patrolled around and fought in World War One and World War Two. It did a lot of stuff. So wait a second, 18, 1894 to 1949, the boat was in the water for like 50 years? That's right. It could still be in the water because according to Wikipedia, it's fate. 55 years of one naval vessel? That's okay. at minimum because sure. its fate is unknown after 1949. So it could still be around. It also, I'm going to get into the service of the boat before we really start making fun of it. We shouldn't make fun of the Romanian Navy particularly. It fought heavily for 50 years. Yeah, and, and it says that it was commanded by Lieutenant Ashinger Bruno uh-huh. in World War One. Descendants of Mr. Bruno, if you'd like to contact the podcast to talk about your grandfather or great-grandfather's service in the Romanian Navy, we'd be absolutely thrilled. You can reach us here at Internet Pot of, Spot of Mystery at gmail.com. I'm impressed by Ashinger Bruno because... He pulled all this stuff off in the Tratasul, and it lists here that the boat is only slightly more than seaworthy. It says it could carry eight <laughs> tons of fuel, which is just slightly more than the seaworthy Captain Romana Mejio class. So, Well, that had 7.6. Yeah. So if that one's just barely seaworthy, and this thing is slightly more than seaworthy, the fact that he can captured 77 vessels with this thing, impressive. Mr. Or Lieutenant Ashinger Bruno was a commander of men. At least 15 men, because the boat only held 16. All right. Uh, they also described that it had what's called a Hotchkiss revolving gun on it, a Maxim gun, and two spar torpedoes. Right. Now, a Hotchkiss revolving gun, if anyone was interested here, turns out to be what basically happens if you take six or seven elephant guns and strap them in to make one kind of rotating machine gun. And a spar torpedo is a torpedo, but with kind of like the nose of a narwhal on the front, so that if it runs into something, the plunging action of hitting the narwhal nose explodes the device. And actually, I think it's not even as advanced as a narwhal, because narwhal tusks, theoretically, can uh, deduce... This is uh, Hmm? salinity. Yeah, they can test salinity. I don't think these spar torpedoes could do anything with salinity, so... Well, I don't think they messed with salinity on that, but I think they did and worked kind of like, again, touch the front end and explode the torpedo. Yeah but not as cool as the narwhal. As full service of the yep. boat, uh, in World War One, it says here that Romania redeclared war on the 10th of November, 1918. Uh, mm-hmm. And then on the 11th of November, right before they signed the armistice, they now were part of the armistice treaty. So they were conquered in 1916 or 17, and then they redeclared war after, assumedly, declaring independence again. Yep. And then they managed to then redeclare war on Germany the day before Armistice. Yeah, which... Wherein, on that day, they had the big uh, event of which we apparently... reason we have the Wikipedia page about the HMS Trotsky. Mm -hmm. Now, the coverage of this is interesting in Wikipedia. It makes me suspicious 
that Russian trolls may be involved in this. Because it highlights how it captured 77... You think Russian trolls are involved in making a Romanian naval vessel from World War One and Two seem more awesome? I think so. I wouldn't put it past Putin. Because they have highlighted here that it captured 77 German vessels, but pretty clearly it just kind of, you know, puttered into port and said, I win, and then all these boats... Um, 77 of them were then captured, which is an achievement, except it seems like a lot of these boats were just abandoned tankers and barges and stuff. So, Well, it, say, it states here that it, they, they counted the vessels that were assorted German abandoned in the city's port. It says barges, tankers, tugs, floating cranes, and motorboats. I don't know what a floating crane is. It was captured, whatever it was. It was captured. It was floating. Therefore, it is in the is in the count of total captured mm. vessels. Seventy seven in one. Exactly. One so go. this seems like a humiliation for Germany, and and I could see. And you think the Russians are involved trying to make the Germans in World War One look bad? I could wouldn't put it past them. Okay, you know if someone came up to me with a boat that had again a Hotchkiss gun, mm-hmm. six or seven elephant guns that can rotate, I too would surrender. Yeah, uh, especially. This, that's very true. You know, Zach, this could be something you might have to face. Being if you ever go to the Black Sea, the boat, still unknown, after 49. You think it's some sort of, like, like flying Dutchman of the Black Sea? The, the NMS Trotsul is out there and reappears on windy nights? Yeah, to capture you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it has a, a better story than what I just came up it with. It adds to its total. But, uh, it's probably certain- way above 77 now. I, you're right. It's got. It's counting every time. Don't exactly. go out in the Black Sea. You might be captured by the NMS Trotsul. Imagine if it had 77 in 1949. It probably is up to like 100, 150. I mean, I think it's still out there, still capturing boats. Well, I only put out there that it's actually only captured 77 at the end of World War One. Uh, we don't actually know what happened in it to World War Two. Now it mentions it fought in World War Two. But the information isn't part of the Wikipedia page. No, I... So I I am a little curious here because the information of World War One, when they fought on the side of the Allies against the Central Powers, there's discussion on Wikipedia. But when the Romanians, as part of the Axis powers, actually fought against the Russians in helping the Germans secure the Black Sea, very little information. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I would think that the Russian side of this would want to, if you were saying there are Russian trolls involved with this Wikipedia page, which... Mm, doubtful, but you never yeah. know. They would want to play up the fact that the Romanians were, in fact, on the side of the Nazis. Whereas the actual information here is saying they only fought in World War One, and, you know, who knows what happened in World War Two, where we would understand the Romanians to fight on the side of the of the Axis. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure how well sort of the uh, cooperation or collusion works between the, the Russian government, uh, Romanian ghost ships, and Wikipedia. Bottom line, if I ever go in the Black Sea, I'm going to keep an eye out for the HMS Trotsul. It's coming out of the mists. Exactly. With its spar torpedoes for you. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to become, you know, number 79. All right. That's it for our discussion on the NMS Trotsul. We would thank you to join us on our next episode. You can, of course, email us at internetspotamystery at gmail.com. Or uh, on Twitter, Internet Spot Mystery at Twitter. All right, we uh, thank you for your patronage listening to this podcast. We appreciate it. I hope you learned something about the Animus Tratasul. 
if you live near the Black Sea and you have a sighting of this boat, we would love to know. We could even do a public service. Also, if you are a descendant of Lieutenant Ossinger Bruno, we would like to hear what would be your memories of your grandfather or great-grandfather commanding this exactly. boat. Exactly. If we could solve the mystery of this, it'd be amazing. So thank you again. Thank you.